Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest. Alfalfa Louisa Barton here in the studio in the horse capital of the world, host and executive producer of the show with my co-host and dear friend, Maria Lacasse here from Midnight Rose Equestrian. Lovely to have you back. Oh, it's nice to have be back. I know if you're you. if you're listening on the radio, you can't see how amazing her hair is. But anyway, I'm just saying. Um, first of all, I want to start off by saying uh, deepest sympathies and condolences to the family of Queen Elizabeth II and to all the Brits who are in mourning and the loss of the longest reigning monarch, Queen of England. Uh, reigned for 70 years unbelievable woman she was an equestrian a um, very very uh, woman of great faith uh, a believer and um, really an amazing an amazing woman incredible woman who I, I think up until just a year or so ago was still on horseback riding across the English countryside so may she be riding across the clouds in heaven uh may she rest in peace and she'll be greatly missed she was a uh, wonderful leader well she did amazing things for some of the breeds too that were you know dying out she did she was uh she was quite an incredible woman so secondly i want to talk a little bit about a trip this weekend that i went on and thank you to my co-host for taking care of my four-leggeds so that i was able to be it Potter's Ranch Wilderness Retreat and um, just an absolutely amazing place to go. Incredible uh, retreat. A lot of churches and summer camps and groups go uh, out to this ranch in Kentucky and um, it's just an experience I, I can't describe. Driving out there to the ranch was therapeutic by itself. Just the views and the scenery um, surrounding the ranch was just amazing. And and the weather, um, thank you, God, was just beautiful. And we just had one kind of rainy day, um, which was kind of a sad day anyway, as it was 9-11. And it it just felt suitable to be a little bit cloudier and a little bit not quite a, the weather not quite as beautiful. But um, this amazing 630-acre retreat is some of the most beautiful uh, hillsides. Those are actually covered wagons. And you can actually stay in those covered wagons. And they're air-conditioned. And they 
they are just amazing. Um, I believe it's a minimum of six people for those two um, covered wagons. But what a lovely idea um, to do that. And that's the inside oh, of the covered wagon. Isn't that amazing? And that's air conditioned. I mean, it's just a, it's a brilliant idea. And that it really, amazing, especially oh. the setting. Like it looks like God's country out there. Yes, it is. Amen. Absolutely. It is indeed. And, um, and just a lovely, lovely place to get away. And you can hike and you can horse ride and you can uh, do zip lining and rope climbing and they have kayaking. Um, those are teepees you can also stay in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have very large facilities as well where they can house like boys and girls separately in these large, um, very large kind of cabins um, where they can separate the boys and girls. So if you're a big church and you want to bring a lot of kids, um, you can camp out and there's a bathhouse as well. Um, they have campsite areas and they have, um, oh, this was when I went riding. I was so touched by the fact that that was on my saddle. I thought that was just <laughs> the nicest um, little touch that was on my saddle and one on my bridle. And I rode this amazing horse. Um, and uh, gosh, what a lovely Pretty guy, flies. Ringo. Oh, a real sweetie. And and look, I had my first gallop since Yay! before I broke my neck. And I nearly cried. And I told the young lady, Sydney, who took me out. That's actually the Ohio River behind us. Oh, That's really? how high up we were, that the view was just amazing. But I told the girl, Sydney, that I was riding with that, you know, I was just taking it easy because I hadn't done a whole lot. Um, you know, since I broke my neck. And so as we were coming out to the opening, she said to me, um, well, this is, oh, that's my groundhog. Um, yeah, it's my pet. (laughs) She said to me, well, this is where I was going to kind of take you for a gallop. But, but, you know, since you said you wanted to take it, I said, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And we went, Uh, there were deer everywhere. They were running across my front of my cabin everywhere babies and full that was my cabin the frontier cabin oh it was lovely and that view from the front of the frontier cabin looked over the horse field um which was just amazing i could see all the horses and and uh and the view was just beautiful the whole um the whole the scenery just um just everything was just amazing and uh sydney was on her thoroughbred and i was on ringo and um the food Mm -hmm. I mean, every meal prepared by Chef Ted, who, by the way, was brilliant and wonderful and took such good care of me and asked me, what can I make for you? And I'm what would you surprised you came back. You, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. It was hard to tear myself away. It was amazing. So I just want to say thank you so much to um, Robert Leitner, his son Wes, and their wonderful team. Uh, what a blessing. They took such care of, uh, great care of me. I, I could not have had a nicer time. So thank you so much. And after that, other than a visit to Keeneland, of course, I went to old friends. And I love old friends. And Michael Blowen was so kind to me. They didn't have any tours that day. And he was off. And he said, come on back and and visit. So I got to go to Medina Spirit's grave. uh, God rest his soul. And um, was just so happy to be able to just go and see that and just honor him for a a few minutes. What a great horse. Uh, Won the Kentucky Derby in 2021. And uh, bred by Gail Rice, a dear friend of ours here in Ocala. And um, it was just a just a neat tribute um, to him. Actually, this week they're um, doing the ribbon cutting for the new statue of him that they've carved out front. Um, and just a just a very special horse, um, a real champion, a true champion. And um, just lovely to to visit Silver Charm, the Florida bred, who almost won uh, the Triple Crown. And um, 
I fed him some carrots and got a visit with him. He's 29 years old now. And Michael Blowen and his team there at Old Friends of 501C3 have done such a great job taking care of these thoroughbred horses. And there he is, uh, dear sweet boy. And actually met Christine uh, Dorenzo and her husband just recently and at the barrel racing and I didn't know that they trained Silver Charm. So that was actually a small a, world. It is a small <laughs> world. It's like a double whammy. Um, so that was just an amazing uh, trip there. Some reminders of events. The Hobby Horse Equestrian Games is coming up October 22nd from 10 to 4 p.m. No charge for admission thanks to our great sponsor, um, Everglades Equipment in Leesburg. And you can learn show jumping, dressage, horse racing, reining, roping, barrel racing, and polo, all from the safety of a stick horse. You can bring your own or make one when you get there. Uh, free admission, horse demos, hay rides, a fantastic parade, um, food trucks, vendors, a vendor village. Going to be a wonderful event. Make sure you come and see us on Super October 22nd. I know, it's going to be a blast. Somebody needs to get it on camera because I'm real clumsy. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Believe me. Don't forget that Seminole Feed Stores wants to appreciate you as a customer. September 24th and 25th on the Highway 40 location will be Saturday 8 to 4, Sunday 10 to 4. And then the Bellevue location will be Saturday only from 8 to 3. Lots of great deals and giveaways and specials. Awesome sale. Um, don't forget that for uh, Give for Marion is September 20th to 21st. It's 33 hours of giving. Um, you can give to one of our local organizations here. Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses is on this poster. We love them. So um, make sure you do your donation. It's 33 hours of giving. Um, last mention I have is about HITS. Tom Struzieri, who has been the CEO and has run HITS now for many, many years, is stepping down and um, we'll be in a consulting role only. So uh, that's a little bit of news from the horse world for you. Got to wrap it up. I had a couple more to mention, but I'll mention them at the end because we ran out of time. We'll be right back with Dr. Lynch from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care. Stay with us.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Dutton, Grand Prix show jumper and previously international event rider coming to you from Notting Hill Stables in Ocala, Florida. Here at Notting Hill Stables we use Equine Therapy International PMF ActivoMed blankets on all of our show jumpers. These help to relax muscles and promote blood flow and circulation. We use the ActivoMed blanket on a daily basis as well as at competitions. It helps us a lot at competitions, especially before they start jumping. The tense horses really like it because it just helps to relax their muscles so they feel ready and confident to go in the ring. After the horses have jumped, we like to put it on and it really helps with recovery. I would highly recommend Equine Therapy International and all their products for all your therapeutic needs. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television on all smart TV networks here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm going to chat a little bit to Dr. Tim Lynch about sport me sports medicine, and that is his expertise. Dr. Lynch, it's lovely to have you back with us. Thank you for being here. Love the, love the sweater. Nice. <laughs> Go Badgers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to Dr. Chaos about that next. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about sports medicine, kind of a, a general perspective of some of the cases that you see um, and some of the concerns and issues that horses have in that area. Right. So most horses uh, or most equine vets will do some sort of uh, sports medicine, meaning it's usually lameness or trying to diagnose poor performance in the horse, depending on what they're doing as far as their athletic event, right? So again, sports medicine can involve everything from racing to uh, show horses. Um, and it's a matter of trying to figure out what's wrong with them, lameness wise, or they may have some other issue that's causing them to not perform to their full potential. So uh, there's certain uh, people that specialize in certain breeds or events, like the eventing horse or the race horse, and they have pretty good ideas what happens to those horses uh, during their events as far as injuries or poor performance and things like that. So sports medicine just recently got a fancy name about 10, 15 years ago, but equine vets have been doing it forever, right? So uh, for example, like I see a lot of horses in the racing industry. A lot of those horses seem to have a lot of orthopedic problems, chips and such like that. 
Yeah, there's soft tissue injuries that go along with that, like bowed tendons and ligaments as far as suspensory injuries and such. The event horse is almost the same, right? They're a little bit different as far as occurrence and where it occurs. Uh, if you probably got a cutting horse, you know, same thing would happen, right? Different types of injuries, but those people that are in those circles and those vets that do those horses, they kind of know the injuries that go along with the events that they do. I'm sure you get very familiar with what they have a tendency to have a problem with, depending on what they do, whether it be barrels, cutting, jumping, just running fast. Obviously, you yeah. probably see commonalities in those horses in those sports. Right. So there's certain things when you have a 1,200 pound animal running 30 miles an hour, right? And there's certainly injuries that are going to happen, especially if you're zigzagging around barrels or trying to chase a cow and things like that. So like all athletes, they can and do get hurt. And that's where it becomes this uh, mission of the sports medicine people to try to figure out or at least dominate their time and how to help. It's really helpful. That the is. <laughs> Cut. No. Uh, so they can figure out what's wrong with the horse and help them along in their athletic career so they can have long, uh, prosperous careers. Uh, and, but, you know, and try to prevent more further injury in, in the sports medicine type division of equine vets. That's basically what they do. Uh, I'm sure a lot of them uh, look at all sorts of different horses and breeds and disciplines, and they kind of can figure out quickly what's the most common injuries in this sport or what happens to these horses. Like an endurance horse would be much different from an eventing horse per se. Endurance horses, they have, probably have a lot of tendon injuries. They go long distances, fatigue, muscle problems, tying up versus an event horse, they go three different uh, things, right? Nice. And it's it's the all triathlon. triathlon, yeah. So some of it is at speed and that's dangerous. They're jumping big jumps into the water and such like that. So trauma is always a problem, but uh, injuries uh, usually go along with the certain types of events that they do. For example, cutting horses have a lot of stifle problems. You gotta get down low and turn quick for the cow, right? So uh, it's, it's sort of those things where you start to get uh, equine vets who do lameness, but they kind of specialize or they know the breed or they know what event they're doing. Sign. Yeah, it was a good <laughs> sign. So. so your lameness exam, regardless of breed or discipline, is going to be pretty much the same, but you're going to ask a new client, what do you do with this horse? Because obviously that's important. Right. So it's tailored to every horse and what they do to what their event. They're essentially the same. You mean you want to examine the horse and do a good physical and things and look at its legs for heat, pain, swelling, uh, those types of things that are obvious right away, uh, shoeing and such always go along with the discipline, what they're doing. But then it's more you want to see the horse in motion. So lots of horses, and it's usually the top you know, performing horses, they, they have performance problems, but they don't really necessarily show lameness in hand, right? Jogging them up and down doesn't really show it. So sometimes you got to be... Um, willing to look at a horse being ridden. And that's maybe only the only time the horse shows the, what his problem is. Dressage is notorious for that, right? So, cause those horses don't do uh, those moves by themselves out in the paddock, right? So they need uh, to be ridden and see what the problem is or see if you can't figure out to get to the bottom of how to help them figure out what their problem is, how to treat it, and then try to prevent the injury from later on, right? To help them through their careers. Right. So after a lameness exam, at what point do you decide if there's further diagnosis needed um, and, and what's the next step? Well, I think it's uh, dependent upon the severity of the lameness or the performance problem. 
there's a lot of lame horses that can perform quite well and they're quite successful. Uh, I mean, they're not lame, lame, right? But, and there's a lot of sound horses that can't perform just, you know, as well. So depending on the severity of the lameness, some horses, they need rest and things like that. And it would depend on uh, where you can find the injury or where the soreness is coming from. So, and again, the severity of the injury would determine what they do to the horse, how much rest they would get. You can't beat rest for any injury. Uh, you know, so it's kind of one of those things where it's tailored to each horse, what they do, what level they're competing at, right? So if you have a world champion in something, it's, it's kind of different because that horse probably, hopefully doesn't have a bad injury. He just needs some help. Whereas some other horses, oh, okay, they may not, uh, they may not manifest the same lameness, but they need more time off depending on the severity of the injury and things like that. So it's kind of, it's hard to give you a blanket statement and say, hey, this horse needs this and this. But uh, again, if you can figure out where the lameness is originating from, which in some horses is difficult or sometimes impossible to find, they still have a performance issue, but technically it is a lameness. But again, they can probably go out and still win. It's just a matter of monitoring it, keeping track of it, seeing what you can kind of find the problem for the owner and the horse to hopefully lengthen their careers, make them pain-free, those types of, um, hopefully to try to prolong their careers, right? And be successful. Difference in breeds, obviously, uh, affects gait. So you might be looking at a Pasofino, a Tennessee walker horse, walking horse or a quarter horse, and you might have a different spectrum of gait that you're looking at. Is that difficult to to kind of recognize what when there might be a problem when you're looking at so many different movements in horses? Right, so all the breeds are are essentially horses, right? So head, mane, tail, four legs, right? And then gait certainly can throw your eye a lot. And if you're not used to a gated horse, uh, the Paso is a prime example, that can really throw you off a standard bread when they're uh, in gear and racing or you know warming up. So that can be very troublesome as far as um, somebody who's not used to them or not used to examining them or seeing them in motion, right? So uh, I don't think anything can beat good confirmation to start with, because that's by far uh, the one thing that'll help horses long careers be successful. You can't really tell talent from confirmation, but if they have straight legs to work with and good feet to start with, you got a good start, right? And you can probably eliminate half of all the horse problems. Oh. So is she giving us a signal? Sorry. <laughs> the finger. Uh, oh, that's it. Yeah. We'll have a couple little cutouts. Yeah, sorry. Oh, it's okay. Dr. Lynch, I want to thank you so much. Uh, a great overview of both lameness in horses and also sports medicine and the examination part of that process. Thank you so much, Louisa Barton here for Equus Television and the Horse Talk Show. And we're about to be rained on. <laughs> thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care and our broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and Midnight Rose Equestrian. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. 
If you're tired of the rigors of keeping your horse's water troughs clean and free of algae, you need the Drinking Post Waterer, an automatic waterer for horses, livestock and cattle. Field tested for over 40 years, the Drinking Post Waterer is the gold standard of non-electric automatic waterers. Check them out on Facebook or find them on the web at dpwaterer.com. broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian. That means that you can get your horse massaged and yourself and the two of you can work together much better and you'll be much more relaxed and I am up for a massage this week. Don't know if I mentioned that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I also am delighted to welcome a very dear friend of mine. Uh, It's a real honor to have her in the studio. Um, She is somebody I look up to incredibly and that is Angie Crawford from Seminal Feed Stores. Angie, it's so lovely to have you with us. Thank you. This is so great to be here. You should be here more often. I should. <laughs> should I mean, I just I think of all the fun you all have here. I know, so. we do. We do. Let's start off by talking a little bit about your background. You've been around horses for a few years. Just a few. Um, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, and we had horses in Davie, and uh, we had two in particular, and um, I guess I was about seven or eight. When we got that horse, uh, Little Leopard Appaloosa, his name was Traveler. And um, so we would drive from Fort Lauderdale to Davie to visit every day. And and uh, then we moved to Ocala in 75. And um, unfortunately, he tested positive for EIA. And uh, we had to test him again. And it turned out that he was a carrier, but he was not allowed to leave the county. And so they had a really terrific farm down there. I think it may still exist uh, where horses that were positive could go and not have to be put down. 
Oh, that was good. Which was great. Yeah. And uh, I knew my days with Traveler were over when we went out to visit, and it was muddy, and I called for him. Normally, he would come right up to me, and he was running with the herd. And so, you know, I was a nine-year-old at that time in full tears, and I knew that that would be the last time I'd see him. And uh, so came up here. Uh, My very first job was working for a uh, gentleman named Dick Coder. He was a horse trader by by trade and I had the guts to walk down to his barn one day and say hey I want to I want to work with horses and so after school uh, I would clean stalls I think it was 35 bucks a week you know I'd clean stalls after school just so I could be around the horses but I learned how to handle a horse how to tie a horse how to give a shot how to how to break one Um, got a lot of great great Uh, information and skill that is still with me today. Uh, He got married. Uh, My friend Diane Devine, um, her dad was a horse trainer, and she said she knew that I wanted to be go to vet school. And she said uh, she called um, Dr. Peterson and asked if he had an opening. And he said, no, but Smith does. And so that time, okay, well, there was 13 years of my life. So I started riding with Johnny Mac uh, when I was 15 and worked with him for 13 years. And really, I think at that point in time, that was in the early eight, six months after Peterson Smith opened is when I started working with him. Wow. And uh, Gosh, that's so, some history here. Yeah. So, uh, I mean some of the finest horse flesh to ever be in Marion County, we got to see. Tartan Farm, you know. You're giving me goosebumps. Yeah, you know, Bonnie Heath, of course, was around Mm -hmm. then as well. And But to see some of the finest horse flesh to ever have been in this county at that point in time, or even today, I think you could probably still say that. And um, so um, then it came time to go to college because, of course, I still wanted to be a vet. And... uh, (laughs) I thought I liked University of Florida, <laughs> and I, I was filling out my application. I brought it with me to work one day, and I was filling out my application, and Doc says, what are you doing? I said, I'm filling out my application for Florida. He says, you're not going to Florida. You're going to Auburn, and I said, yes, sir, <laughs> and so I got my application for Auburn. I got I got in, and um, best time ever, best time of my life. I love being up there. Uh, I was an ag ambassador up there and uh, got real involved with a lot of things while I was up there and and um, uh, graduated. I still in the summer times I'd come back and work for Doc. Uh, in the off season breeding season, I'd ride with him. Off season, I'd work for Doctor Sloan in surgery. Oh my gosh! And if you could pass Doctor Sloan's muster, you're yes, you're, you're all right. Yes, you know, you're good. And so I worked with Sloan, and it got to be where I was training all the new technicians how to, you know, how to do it Doctor Sloan's way. And uh, so that was a, again, it was just such a great learning experience because I was willing to work. I was reliable. Um, I loved what I was doing. I had a goal in mind, and um, those were some of the best days of my life to, to set me up for what I'm doing right now. And so graduated college, moved to Michigan, worked for Sara Lee for a little bit, moved back home, got married, um, and uh, work, went to work for the Butler Company, was, which was a veterinary supply company. Yes, I and them. I was their equine specialist. You know, uh, they could describe the pink stuff in the gallon jug, and I knew what that was. <laughs> and and uh, a f- 
uh, a girl that I worked with left there to come to work for Seminole. And it wasn't very much later after that, she called me and says, Angie, this guy is retiring. You need to come fill out an application. And so I went to Seminole with my resume. I got hired on the spot. Uh, sure. I, I guess I guess Greg Branch <laughs> called Johnny Mac or John Peterson. He called either one of them and said, "Yeah, hire her." So, uh, so that was uh, November twenty third, nineteen ninety nine. Oh my gosh! So I've been I'm in my twenty third year with Seminole, oh. going into my twenty third year, and um, I guess you know what you're doing. Yeah, and <laughs> what the coolest part was. A lot of the farms that I went to with Jack, Jack Clark was retiring. He had been with Seminole for like 32, 33 years. That's whose spot I was taking. So it was an important spot. And uh, you're the face of Seminole in this county. And and a lot of the farms that he took me to, 99% of the farms he took me to were the same farms that I went to with Johnny Mac. So and you so already had that relationship. I already had the relationship. It's fantastic. Isn't yes. It? Yeah. And so I'm a people person. Almost like it was orchestrated. That it, one. Yes. <laughs> I I absolutely believe that. I do believe that because I couldn't have written down. You know, I wanted to be a vet so bad, and uh, I, filling out my application for vet school, I just you know I'm I'm a I'm a girl that prays, and I just said, Lord, if this is not what you want me to do, you know how much I love horses. Just lead me to a job that I'll love. And here, all, all I can say is here I am. <laughs> you are. Yeah, 23 is. years later, you know, How here I am. How perfect is that? So when you're going out to farms to talk to either clients or prospective clients, mm-hmm. what are some of the first things you look at when you're looking at a, a, at a, a barn and a setup with some horses and you go in there and you're, you want to find out what they're doing with their nutrition program and then you kind of want to find out what they should be doing mm-hmm. what what's the, are you looking at the weight of the horses are you looking are you asking questions about performance or all of the above kind of all the above you know i i've got a flow chart in my head of how you get from uh you know point a to point b and um or point z however that mm-hmm. you know however many questions you need to ask but when I go to a barn, I try to do homework before I get there. You know, what do they do? What are their, you know, are they a performance barn? Is it pasture ornaments? Um, do they try do a little bit of trail riding here and there? Then what is their hay program? Uh, more people are willing to switch feed than they are hay. And so we, we like to build feed programs around hay and the proper amounts of hay. And, uh, and then you start asking questions um, then you start, let's take a look at the horses. You know, what kind of body condition are they in? Uh, do, is there hay? I'm looking to see if there's hay in the stall. You know, they should, if they're going to be in stalls all day long, which some performance horses are, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that there's something in front of them. Because if there's a problem over here, nine times out of ten, you can back it right up to there's not enough forage going in them. Makes sense. Hold that thought for me for one second. That, uh horsey sound you heard means we have to go to break so we're going to come right back with angie we're going to finish that up then we're going to share a couple of other really important things with you that angie has with us i'm going to talk about their sale so stay with us we'll be right back on the horse talk show current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30 percent causing difficulty when scanning with over 70 years of collective horse industry experience lipchip offers a new more effective method of microchipping partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen nowadays the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency lipchip is the future of horse microchipping with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline 
Kirkland. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a salt water spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louise Varton in the studio. I have my co-host Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian with me. And we've been chatting to Angie Crawford from Seminole Feed Stores. And um, Seminole Feed Stores has been in Ocala for 85 plus years. Since April 24th, 1934. Oh, wow. So 87 years? 
Yeah. Is that 87, 88? It's a lot of years anyway. So it's almost 90 years. That's a really long time. She looks really good for her age. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, she hasn't been with them since the beginning, but she has been with them for many, many years. Uh, 23, 23. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's been an absolutely wonderful uh, relationship. And we're so glad to have a company like that with a mill right here, making the food, feed right here, just up the road. It's amazing. So you were sharing with us a little bit about going to the barn and kind of yeah. looking at what they're doing and making sure an animal that obviously is a grazing animal that has plenty of forage is very important and, and right. quality of, of course um, and then looking at probably asking some questions like you said homework before you get there homework before you get there just to be prepared mm-hmm. um, and um, you know then I want to take a look at the horses you know check body condition score and um, just kind of give a, an evaluation as good as I can you don't want to you know I certainly don't want to go in there and offend because sometimes mm-hmm. people get very can get mm-hmm. very offended right because they think they're doing the right thing and so um, sometimes they are you know, sometimes there's nothing that I need to change, mm-hmm. uh, except their feed program, mm-hmm. you know, except their feed company. Uh, but, you know, just the opportunity to be able to go in there and build relationships. That's what we do. We build relationships. And, um, you know, I want them to get the best from their horse. And, um, you know, after taking a look at, at body condition, we're going to have a conversation about, hey, how much hay are they getting? How much feed are they getting? And, you know, we always recommend to feed by the pound and not by the scoop because scoops, you know, are all different sizes Mm -hmm. and colors. And uh, just try to get settled with them to make sure that they're feeding the proper amounts for what they're wanting to get out of their horses. And then there's a very good possibility that your horse could look this good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vivaldi. Vivaldi, yes. yes. A briar horse this year. Listen, he's very special to us. Um, he was uh, briar, you know, briar horses. All little girls know what briars are. Uh, he was 2022's briar model and uh, the first Pasifino. And uh, I went with them, went with, he's from the Bezilu collection. Mr. Benjamin Leone uh, has a farm up in Micanopy. I went with them up to Kentucky, and what an amazing event. There were over 30,000 people at this thing. Um, and to see the reception that they received with, this, with, with Vivaldi. Um, he is the sixth briar horse that Seminole has fed. Wow. Which is pretty amazing. You know, I started, amazing. I started counting like, okay, I fed this one. We fed this one. Well, not I. We. I mean, we, yes. I was a part of it. Right. Sure. But we, we, we fed this one. We fed that one. You know, just to be able to start listing all these horses That's that amazing. we have fed. It's like, oh, my word. And when well, we if you don't look good. Program. Yes. Yeah. If, you, if you don't look if you don't look good, you're not going to be a briar. Let's right. face when it. We, so, when I know. put the post out from Kentucky <laughs> about Vivaldi being our number five, there was uh, a lady from Georgia that that um, messaged us and said, "No, actually, number six. <laughs> I have a horse named Simba that was that you fed as well. He was a he's a Jardin, mm-hmm. and uh, so I said, oh, please send us the information.' So, how exciting! You that's know, that's amazing. just a little thing. Congratulations! That's just, that's yeah. huge. And he looks. I mean, his condition. He's an is... amazing horse. Uh, he is being inducted to the Pasifino uh, Horse Association Hall of Fame this week, um, next weekend. Oh, wow out at WEC. So it's a pretty big deal. That's a big deal right there. That's that's amazing. So to appreciate your customers, Mm -hmm. there are are ways to appreciate your customers. And we're going to share with you 
some of the goodies that they have in the store on the nice full stocked shelves that are going to be on sale so you can feel appreciated. Um, So um, these are great. Uh, This is a a fully stocked store, very professional, beautiful setup with everything that you could need for pretty much your dog, your horse. Uh, We have leather and tack repair. That's Uh, right. Dave Hot is there. That's Um, right. Dave's amazing. Yes. And uh, so... Uh, I mean, I've taken my saddle there. He did, I mean, uh, short of getting a new saddle, he gave me a brand new saddle. And it, it just, it was amazing what he did to it. And and lots of um, lots of buckets and color choices there. Uh, Full time orange. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You want your orange buckets? You want to look kind of like full festival like that? <laughs> so September 24th and 25th is our, um, we do an annual customer appreciation days. Uh, and so this year it's September 24th and 25th, so that's next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, our our uh, 40 stores open on Saturday from 8 to 4 and on Sunday from 10 to 4. And uh, and then we've got our so Bellevue, Bellevue store is open as well. Mm-hmm. And that's from 8 to, eight to 3. Yeah, yeah, just Saturday. Just Not Saturday Sunday for them. Bellevue. Yeah. yeah. I could always dog toys. My dogs yeah, would have a absolute blast so there. It's been it's been really hard, you know, with supply chain issues to mm. keep so many things in stock because mm-hmm. it's a it's amazing yeah, what is what can be easily out of stock. Yes, and you've done well. We've done the well. Look amazing. Yes. Yeah, and look at that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a slew of supplements and uh, and fly sprays and shampoos and and dog toys and tack oh, yeah. and and. They've even got, I saw in the downtown location, I saw you even had rocking chairs. Really nice rocking chairs. Yes. Yes. So will there be special prices, special sales? Yeah, there's actually going to be $2 off Seminole Wellness, Mm -hmm. $2 off a bag, Mm -hmm. uh, $1 off of all the Seminole feeds. Mm. And uh, then we're going to have raffles and door prizes. And, and, uh, you know, as you come through and purchase, you'll get a chance They'll roll the little raffle tumbler mm-hmm. and pull a card out, and it'll tell you that you'll get a discount the next time you're in, or free feed, nice. or you know, a hat or a shirt, something like that. So, nice. so there'll be lots of prizes, lots of giveaways that day, and uh, opportunities for you to, you know, have discounts or such for the next time you come in as well. That's phenomenal. And so, two dollars off a bag. Let me tell you what: if you've got a big farm and you've got a few horses to buy for. Yeah. $2 a bag is going to add up yeah. very, very quickly. Pretty quickly, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. So we'll have people there in each of the stores that will be able to answer questions and things like that. And and uh, I'll be out at the 40 store, you know, if anybody wants to stop by and say hello. You know, I'll be there all day long and then uh, probably make my way over to WEC because I like to see yes. like to see Vivaldi. Oh, that's right. Right. So yes. it'll be on the same, same day. It'll be a busy day, yeah. Well, what a great way to celebrate. Yeah. No. Yes. You know, exactly. You have customer appreciation when you have a customer like this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. not a bad customer. <laughs> not a bad customer. He's he, he's yeah. He's something else. So yes. So how do you set up like feed consultations with you? Do you send an email or? You can. Uh, a lot of people will call in to the office, and if they know me, you know, they'll ask for they'll ask for me specifically. Or uh, they'll say, you know, I want to have somebody come out to the farm. You can go to the 40 store or downtown or Bellevue, and it'll be, 
you know, you can ask for me specifically if that's who you want. There's, we've got two other reps in the county now, and uh, so there's so many horses here. Because there's so many horses here. Yeah. <laughs> no way, Andy, you yeah. keep up with that, it all. This right? is only one part of my job, right. you know. That's right, because you, you also wear a manage. Lot of, yes, you yeah. also manage your champion riders. I manage our champion riders, and uh, and I also manage our university programs as well. So um, do a lot of nutrition talks at uh, at vet schools, and. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, vet schools that we have relationships with, and and uh, so just having have be able to have the vet opportunity that I didn't have earlier, it it's just uh, it's amazing. It, it really it is. All comes together. It, it really is. It all comes together. We have to take a break. I'm going to thank Angie very much from Seminole Feed Stores. Uh, you can go to their website, check them out, go to Facebook, social media, and follow them. Find out more. Don't forget the customer appreciation share. We're going to have Angie back after the next segment for a few minutes because we actually have Lisa Helmer coming up, who just happens to be one of their top riders. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Mark your calendars September 24th and 25th for the Seminole Stores Customer Appreciation Days. Come on down for great sales and giveaways. The 40 West Store will celebrate Saturday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Bellevue's location is Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. with free gifts, raffles, promotions, and discounts on feed and tack, store shelf items, farm, lawn, and garden supplies. Visit our Seminole Feed Facebook page for more details. See you there. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. For equine edutainment at its best, join the CEP and friends at the Florida Horse Park, October 22nd, 10 to 4 p.m. for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games. Presented by Everglades Equipment Leesburg, your local John Deere dealer. Learn horse sports from the experts and compete from the safety of a stick horse. Enjoy a magnificent parade of horses, the vendor village, food trucks, and more. With free admission for all and for the best in horsing around, check out the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games on Facebook. Bring your stick horse or make one of your own while supplies last. See you at the park. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best. But we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. 
Piranha, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Vartner in the studio with my co-host Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian. If you need people and equine massage, she is your girl. You can come to her or she'll come to you on your farm. Also, we have a very special guest brought to you by Seminole Feed Stores. We have Lisa Helmer with us here in the studio, head trainer at LCH Equestrian, Para Dressage Development Coach at United States Equestrian Federation. And uh, very excited to have you with us, Lisa. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I know you have some great stories to tell and um, we'd love to hear about it. Later on in the second segment with you, we're gonna talk a little bit about how Seminole Feed plays into your program and how that works. And we'll bring Angie back in and we'll kick Maria out here so she can warm her hands up, ready for my neck afterwards. <clears throat> hint, hint. Um, but let's start out talking a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about your background and were you in horses all your life like most of us or was it something later or? Definitely right from the beginning. So it was a horse girl right right from the beginning. Um, I started out, we didn't have horses when I was a kid, but we had goats. Mm. And so we did everything like with our goats. <laughs> um, and my background was through Pony Club. So um, I'm very, very fond of the organization. Still a big believer in the structure that it provides children. Um, some of my lifelong friends are still pony clubbers now married with kids club. and I everything pony club when I we was borrowed little. horses um a lot of my ratings i did on borrowed horses i got my first pony for free doing that and that was really my kind of formal education i started out as an event rider because it was still the traditional route of pony club mm -hmm. uh, lots of eventing and then when I went to college, I focused more on dressage. So I went to uh, Johnson & Wales University in Providence, Rhode Island that had an equine business management major, um, also with a concentration in instruction. So I worked on teaching theory and then also had some business classes on the side. And then I rode for the dressage team there. Wow. So I kind of hung up my hat for eventing at that time. I sold my event horse to pay for school and really got pulled into dressage and competing. 
It was interesting to also do it. Are you a IDA? <laughs> or are you a okay? Beautifully too. Wonderful. Yes, it's my love of my life. Right? Um, and it was also really neat because with the intercollegiate dressage team, we rode on borrowed horses too. So you didn't have to have a horse throughout this whole process. And that I would say is something really cool about my background is that I just rode whatever I could. And I encourage everybody else to do that still to this to this day. After university, I went to Germany and I worked for the Hanoverian Verband in Europe. Wow. Um, I thought that I was going to be really interested in breeding. And I'm so thrilled that I did that because I learned that I did not want to do that. <laughs> and that instead, I um, loved training and starting young horses and developing them. That gave me insight on the process and the way that the Germans do it. It's very structured. It's very regimented, which is great for my type A personality. Uh, and just that exposure to how the young horse development works in that country was wonderful. So taking that... I came back to the U.S. and started doing the working student thing. So I worked for several trainers. I went back and forth to Wellington, did that for a while, and then had to get a real job because I was out of money. <laughs> so bummer that only lasted for a few years. And my my parents kind of politely knocking on, on my door saying, hi, was so... Um, that college education like you really can't just be riding all the time and I was really dedicated and committed to this but um I took a big step back from horses full-time and I transitioned into that I worked for Dover Saddlery for a while so it wasn't like totally out mm -hmm. and then actually went a completely different direction and worked um for an in-house sales in, in an in-house sales position for a vacuum technology company totally different, nothing horse related. And I actually really enjoyed that job. It was a desk job. It was 40 hours a week. I had health insurance. I had dental insurance. Weird things. Yes. I boarded my horse at the time somewhere, which was also a really weird thing for me. I'd never experienced that. And, um, the, the third year that I was there, I was making progress within the company. I'd gotten a promotion. Um, my father worked at the company with me who I was very close with and he passed away unexpectedly oh, and that changed everything for me so it was like this huge life shift it was very sad but it was also really eye-opening and I realized I needed to step away from this position it was too hard to be there at the company and I went back to what I really love to do because of of that that moment when I lost him uh, and I'm looking back on it now it's been eight years since he passed I'm actually really grateful that he helped me on this journey and that journey has now led me to the business that I have in Ocala and I um, accepted a job as the development coach for the US equestrian para dressage team which is very cool and something very I awesome. never thought that I would do and I absolutely love the position. So all of these things, sort of the journey has been very non-linear, but the one thing that's been consistent has been the horses and the love for the horse. And I'm really excited to be here in Ocala as the industry is growing and changing and to be one of the kind of younger up and coming generations that's influencing the direction that Ocala is going. So it's 
yeah, it's it's really neat, and it's it's a joy to be here and to be able to talk to you guys and talk about my my little story. You're inspiring. I, love, yeah. I actually, you know, I like, like you're almost making me tear up because I'm like loving your journey. I mean, you, the way that you're losing your father made you kind of pivot and go back to what you love, take you back to your passion. It's just, um, it, it's it's amazing it's an awesome I, thing that i know he'd be really proud of oh, what absolutely. i'm doing and he was always a huge supporter of the horses but in a very reasonable way where he's like okay you need to make money figuring doing this out yeah. and i've i've been able to i was saying to angie we were speaking earlier i feel really grateful that i'm so busy all the time um i I came here from the farm. <laughs> You're like the I, real deal. Yeah, I I, pu I pulled the horse like off. Horse. It's my favorite smell. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled the horse off the trailer to get here, and uh, I love oh, this. Yes, because so, you do this cross training thing, yes. which I am a big believer in. Because yes. I grew up on ponies doing gymkhana and fun stuff in between being serious, in between eventing and show jumping and fox hunting. We were cavalettes and yes, I do a lot of cross training with the dressage horses, and it's. Uh, I think a lot of it is from my eventing background, it so is. I get bored just <laughs> yes. being in the yeah, arena. And um, my young horses do it, my Grand Prix horses do it, um, and I I had made some of these videos. This is in the farm in Virginia where I'd gotten, I would do group lessons like this. Um, now here in Ocala, I have my jump field in the front of my farm that's always set up with different patterns and things like that. It's really approachable. Any you don't have to be a dressage rider to do it and to right. have a lot of fun with it but it works on gymnasticizing the horses um, builds up confidence in the riders and the horses and makes for a great youtube video as well <laughs> where I, kind of put together the, I, I did a couple of um it was called the cavaletti crossfit i did a couple of magazine articles in um eqam so i drew out little patterns and exercises for each month so it was like a challenge every month to see if you could have fun you could do it yourself fun, yeah. so yeah this is fantastic yeah. I love it. keeping it fun and That's, this is you've fond, got to. fond memories from virginia and all of oh, our riders there. so awesome well, the good news is, even though we're at the end of this segment, we got Lisa with us for the final segment of the show this week. And we're going to bring Angie back in so we can share with you a little bit about how Seminole Feed makes her program the best it could possibly be. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back in just a minute. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today, we're at Engineered Equine Performance, celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US.
World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian's background is in natural horsemanship and dressage principles with a main focus on maintaining a balance of communication and correct biomechanics between horse and rider. Come to her farm or she'll come to yours. Allow Maria to help you and your horse to unwind and balance to increase performance so that you can both be the best you can be together to build a lifelong partnership of success. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian is a graduate of the Equine Natural Movement School for Equine Structural Integration and a Florida School of Massage graduate. Find Midnight Rose Equestrian on social media and on the web at midnightroseequestrian.com and book your massage for your horse and you right away. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of this week of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio. Very good friend of mine, Angie Crawford from Seminole Feed Stores has been here with us. And we also have a Seminole-sponsored rider with us, Lisa Helmer, and one of the top equestrians. And it's been wonderful hearing about her program and, and uh, all the neat little things that she does to make her her dressage barn a happy place mm-hmm. and a wonderful group. We were just talking in the break about what a wonderful group mm-hmm. um, she has there. We're going to get Maria out there to meet them all and massage some people and horses and I think it'd be a lot of fun uh, to do. But let's talk a little bit about the, first of all, how you first met Angie and how meeting her and letting her come and see you and your program, how that helped. And then we'll have Angie kind of give us some feedback there as well so tell us a little bit about that yeah so as a newbie to ocala i needed a i needed a feed and i needed a good program um i went into a couple different feed stores and i would say that probably by best i i'm looking for great customer service as well i know there's a lot of good quality feeds out there the market's very competitive my best experience was stepping into seminal like i was immediately greeted um 
I was taken seriously. And then Angie immediately took me back and showed me the feed. And she opened back. She's like, you need to see the feed first. You need to eat it. Yeah. yeah. Let's put some milk on yeah. it. Well, I took There's a one. I think it's meadow. We just went. Yeah. I yeah, want to just pour milk on it yeah. and, and eat it. We just know? went straight to the warehouse. <laughs> she opened bags. I could smell everything. I could touch it. That was the perfect introduction to the feed. Um, and then she offered to come out to the farm, take a look at our horses. Uh, I would say our horses were in good condition, mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. didn't really have to... There was nothing scary happening, but right. we needed to go through the gradual transition mm-hmm. and really set up a program that was appropriate for our dressage horses. Right. I teach a lot of amateur riders, and I have my para horses that need to perform at a high level, but also can't be vibrating. So, you know, it's different from a racehorse or an event horse or something like that. And... I felt like the guidance was so clear and it was very easy to transition the horses. I have gotten nothing but compliments on how fabulous the horses look. And they the food is palatable. Uh, mm-hmm. The horses eat it. I have picky thoroughbreds on it. I have my fat warm bloods on it. <laughs> just look at the food and get, and get that. Everyone's dabbly and their manes look good. And this is the season in Florida that's really tough for everyone yeah. skin-wise. Even still, they look amazing. You walk through the barn, and I do travel quite a bit. I walk Mm -hmm. through a lot of barns, and it's a really wonderful feeling to walk through my own barn and go, wow, these horses look really good. (laughs) And the customer service has been great. We get the feed delivered to Mm -hmm. our farm, which for me, doing pretty much everything by myself is a lifesaver. Yes. Um, And anytime I've had something that I needed to figure out seminal your customer service has been great Mm -hmm. i can just ask a question i can figure out a feed program for a horse and i have everything so i have young horses i have yearlings two-year-olds all the way up just for a second we can actually pop those photos up from the earlier segment another time if isaac doesn't mind um so you can actually see the horses yes um as we're talking about them uh we'll we'll pull a couple of those up for you sorry i didn't want to no you, no but, it, yeah you can see um, they but gosh, look yes, beautiful I mean, wow. and we have all age groups which is great i have a lot of different breeds so i mean there's there's really like a nice eclectic group of horses right. and seminal right. has fit our needs for all of those yeah, it's wonderful. You didn't have to go somewhere else for some because maybe they didn't have something. Nope, they have. They or... really do have everything that that we need, which is great. And I don't have to feed a ton of different feeds. Right. They're very complete feeds. We feed our equalizer to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Wellness Perform Safe, the low yep. sugar, low starch. The Dynasport is for our show horses. That's absolutely Again, low fa- sugar, low starch. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. a fabulous feed. I do have my young horses on the sport horse wow. that was recommended to me. Yeah. Um, uh, they recently went to some breed shows. Both of them qualified for Devon um, in the in hand, the two-year-old classes, yes. and looked amazing. Yeah. They were shiny and beautiful, and no one even <laughs> recognized them anymore from their gangly, um, you know, weanling years. So they, they developed really nicely, and I know it was thanks to the feeding yeah. program. It was it was great. There were, there was that situation where, you know, I I happened to be at the store. Yeah. That day, I think I met you at the store that yep. day. But they yep. had said, hey, we've got somebody that's interested in have some questions about feed, and so we got in touch with each other. And why don't you meet me at the store? And we did. And it's like you know, there's no better way to for me to try to explain feed than let's go out in the warehouse and just open some bags. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I mean, that was I, the, I, that was the best the best way to experience yeah. it, touch it, smell it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, taste you've got it a to see bit, this. You know, <laughs> you've got to see that. Right. I mean, this is what this is used for because it's overwhelming. I mean, we make twenty eight different feeds, and uh, it can be overwhelming. And there is some overlap on some of our formulations, uh, which is going to be natural considering how many different feeds, but. Um, but with what she wanted to do and um, what her requirements are. It's not, she didn't put me in a box, but mm-hmm. she said, these are the needs that I have. And so what can you do to meet those needs? And uh, instead of me carrying out a couple of different feeds to her farm, we had the whole warehouse to ourselves, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, perfect. you know, around the guys loading for other people. <laughs> but, you know, what better way to see you know, to have an opportunity to open whatever you wanted mm-hmm. at that point in time. But that's and how so, wonderful for you to know it's safe. Right. Yeah. You know, it's nothing else is made in the mill except that. Right. Yep. You we're can see where it's only. made. Equine only. You don't have yeah. to worry about anything falling in your free. feet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So there's that. The stamps on it on when it was milled. She's like, yes. you might get something that was put in this bag yesterday. Like, yeah. it doesn't get Like, any, less than 24 hours. You know, it yeah. doesn't get any fresher than that. And yeah. we've been thrilled with the quality of the feed yeah. and then and then angie sent me home with a couple bags to try mm-hmm. which was a no-brainer we just transitioned yeah. over to the program and so with lisa when she has her events when she has her schooling shows or clinics at her farm um you know she communicates with me and lets me know that something is coming and then we try to have goodie bags for her yes uh, which with horse really treats and things like that for the people that are coming and you know it it's um you know it gives us a little punch for you know, for what she's doing out there, some support for her as well. So absolutely, and Amazing. and again, I just I'm so grateful. I'm so busy, which I'm very thankful for. But it's <laughs> yeah. one less thing that I have to worry yeah. about. I don't have to worry about it. If I have a question, I have somebody that I can call. I can just text. And yeah, that's that's fabulous. Yes, yeah. exactly. Instead of other companies that I have worked for, with in the past, and just getting anyone on the phone or asking a question if I had something tricky that mm-hmm. I needed to deal mm-hmm. with or if I just wanted reassurance that I was making right. the right decision. Right. Uh, that is a huge selling point for it me. Certainly I'm is. so grateful and for And Angie that. does such a brilliant job. And now we all know how much experience she has yeah. that went into that. Yeah, And that absolutely. was serious. Uh, I didn't even know that story. I've known Angie for quite a long time. So Listen, now I, you know what you're getting. <laughs> I, I don't know that I could ever retire. I love my job so much because for me to see you do what you do and, and other customers out there, our champion riders, for me, I'm getting that medal i'm getting that trophy mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting that right along you're, you're them. getting to be a briar yes, horse yeah i'm getting to be the briar horse uh, it, it's great to be behind the scenes and yes. be a part of that that's helping to at least from a nutrition standpoint to help make those things happen and it, it brings great joy that's awesome seminal feed stores angie crawford thank you lisa helmer last mention for customer appreciation day don't forget it we'll keep posting it sharing it and airing it on the show until it happens but don't miss it that weekend 24th and 25th highway 40 is going to be saturday and sunday bellevue's just saturday so make sure you get down there and be appreciated thank you for joining us this week whether you're in ocala marion county the horse capital of the world or not happy horsing around till the same time next week